Welcome to Nintendo Dads episode 245, recorded August 29, 2019. On tonight's episode, we discuss Overwatch coming to the Nintendo Switch. What? Yacht Club, Yacht Club Games had an announcement that has us digging in. And by the way, Disney wants us to imagine a whole new world. Jesse, cue the music. The other music, Jesse. God. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Marty here with Nintendo Dads. It's episode 245, recorded live straight to your ears here on 8 29 19 we are just minutes away at this point from astral chain being released on nintendo switch uh which by the way go ahead spoiler alert here fantastic reviews for it this week. yeah those those scores are coming in really hot i was man i've been watching that all week and i am i am pumped i am excited for it just yeah oh i'm gonna be and yeah so excited so excited folks Speaking of so excited, we are so excited to welcome back to the show, Mr. Mustin, I mean, Justin Masson, fresh off a two-month hiatus. We really thought that maybe you didn't like us anymore. Yeah, well, I mean, I I had, you know, I'm such a big ego and draw for this group that I literally had to tell the other two to bench warm today. Do you know what I'm saying? I was like, Gary... Tim, you guys sit down. I got this, right? That's, and I mean, I was going to send Jesse home too, but somebody's got to control the soundboard. So, uh, yeah, no, it's good. It's good to be back, though. It's, uh, it's it has been a two month hiatus. For those of you that uh, that are listening only to the audio uh, stream, I've got my haircut nicely for you, right? I'm showing up in a new office. Uh, got I got some, a new, got I got some a new sweet glasses. I got some sweet glasses. A, a slightly kind of da- a dad uh, beard going on here. It's kind of like uh, like when you change all your characters' uh, clothes on Splatoon. Yeah, too. yeah. And now like now you're super fresh. Yeah, I feel super fresh. Although I'm going to be honest with you, this haircut is like literally 45 minutes fresh. I still have heavily little bits of hair down my shirt, and it's yeah. feeling itchy. So who yeah, knows what's going to ha- who knows what's going to happen in the shirt today? You know what I'm saying? The shirt could come <laughs> no, off no, the show. No, I don't know. No, no, I don't know. That's too much for the first time back. Okay, I don't, I'm know, just, that, I'm I don't just, know that the feed can handle it. I'm just I'm just that excited. I might break the internet again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and by the way, how does it feel to not be podcasting at 4 a.m.? Oh man, let me tell you, this is I've got I've got energy up the wazoo. I just had a I just had a Coke float, threw that down, and I'm not I'm not hungover and surly. I mean, I depending, depending on my recording in Ireland is very possible. I could be hungover and surly. Yeah, you know, like I mean, I I totally expected you to come back refreshed, excited, everything, but I also am a little disappointed because I expected you would come back like. Resting on a bed of Timbits. Mm. You know what? I have had an, an enormous amount of like Timbits and Tim Hortons in the last month. Uh, they, they have a thing here kind of like they do, you know, most most coffee places, you know, uh, we'll stamp your card and you get the seventh one free. Uh, so I've cashed in on that one, I think, four times since I've been back to Canada. So you do the math on that one, right? Bubble like the ladies today. at Tim Hortons now is just like, oh, Mr. Masson, how are you doing today there, eh? They just start fixing it when you come through the door, right? They do. I was like, that's exactly. They're like, some smells like, some smells like maple syrup and bacon. (gasps) Mister Masson's here. Get the double double ready. The Timbits, folks. Let's do this thing. Maple syrup mousses. 
That a boy. That's why yeah. you're still here. That's why. Because you know how to use a soundboard, right? That's the only I reason he's still here. That's exactly According it. According to exactly. Justin. Speaking of who he is, that's that's Jesse Waldack over there on the soundboard. We're glad to have you with us tonight as well, Jesse. Thank you. I think my, one of my the, the favorite titles and uh, artwork cards that I made while you were gone was the, uh, the Agent uh, Double O Tidbits. Yeah, that was pretty good. I, you know, I, I'm a fan. I'm a creator, but I, but I was happy to listen to you guys in the last two months. Um, Muster, uh, Mustin, Jason, Jason, or whatever it was, that was good. That was that was a pretty good, uh, pretty good dig there, lads. I was happy with that one. So, but I'm excited to be back. I'm excited to to jump. We are glad to have you back. And as you said, jumping in, there's a ton to talk about tonight. And so, why don't we just go ahead and do that then? Let's do it. And you listeners know what that means. That means our news is coming up. And our news is brought to us by who, Justin? Our news is brought to us by Third Love, right? The modern bra for all the women out there. Third Love. That's the, no. Okay. Uh, is it Quip? Is Quip the toothbrush company? They're our sponsor, right? No, guys. I thought I, we, we didn't get Quip to sponsors. Harry's? Audible. Audible sponsors every goddamn podcast. Got to be very close. I mean, I had a podcast, you know, three years ago that eight people in the world listened to, and Audible sponsored us. Yeah. I'm, so, are we? Do we still have no sponsors? No, no. We Seriously, two months and you guys could. Well, who are our sponsors then? Our sponsors are the good folks over at Patreon.com backslash oh. Nintendo Dads. You do remember those guys, right? Right. They do pay the bills. They pay for the sweet lights in here going on. Right, right. They pay for that Christmas tree that you've mm-hmm. got behind you there mm-hmm. on the That's shelf. Right. That's uh, right. And we're saying that because we want you to ask about that. We want you to, you know, what is in Masson's office? There you go. There but you no, go. seriously, Justin, Please while understand. you've been gone. Our patrons have been amazing. Right. And they are fantastic. And we're thankful for each and every one of you who's gone over there to patreon.com backslash Nintendo Dads and signed up even at a dollar a month to help change the world and make great Nintendo Dads content. You are making all of this possible. Uh, You actually, you are responsible. The gravitational pull of the patrons are what brought Justin back to Canada. That is that is exactly it. What you don't rec- uh, know is that all of you actually paid for my flights back. So I greatly, greatly appreciate that. Uh, it was either that or they were just going to deport me and it was on a boat. So I appreciate that. Um, I, I am a little bit like I am almost a little bit hurt that we seem like our patronage patronage has gone up since I've been gone for two months. So let's see if there's a correlation. Either 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 Friday or Saturday, we're going to see a drop in Patreon support. Or maybe it stays, you know, neutral. But we're going to see what happens. It is the end of the month. Right. That's fair. That's fair. So maybe it's not. Don't don't be too harsh on yourself. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you. But no, seriously, thanks to each and every one of you for for coming alongside of us. Uh, It's, you know, even down to a dollar a month, you get in our exclusive Discord server. You get to chat with us. You get to hang out with other fans of the show and participate in monthly mayhem and do all kinds of stuff. And I mean, it's it's fantastic. It's a great little community that you guys have helped build over there, and we are super, super excited about it and thankful for each and every one of you. So let's dive right into these headlines. Uh, our big story this week, um, I guess, out of all of these, I'm, I'm kind of scrolling through our uh, document right here, oh, I- that, what? Oh, no, no, you go ahead. You go ahead, because I'm like, no. I'll tell you what the big story is. 
No, go ahead and tell us what the big story oh, is. The big big story is that Overwatch might be coming to the Nintendo Switch. Well, okay, so that's a rumor. Oh, go oh, on, it's a rumor. On. Well, I mean, there's a day. There, there you go. There you go. So we're just, let's just head on over to the rumor section then. Let's I mean, do it. Justin's back. We can break the rules for tonight. That's right. Yeah. So what you've heard. Uh, straight out of Masson's mouth, Overwatch potentially coming to Nintendo Switch. Justin, how did this rumor come about for those so this of us is, not in the know? Yeah, so this is really interesting. And I think one of the reasons why I'm excited about this rumor is, is I think very often we've talked about, I've, I've kind of mentioned before that I want Overwatch to come to Nintendo Switch. Not because I'm like a massive Blizzard fan or an Overwatch fan. As a matter of fact, I've never played Overwatch, but I'm excited for the possibility of it. But here's how this actually kind of transpired. Earlier this week, there was a listing on Amazon.com for a Nintendo Switch case that had the um, the Overwatch logo on it. Now, at first blush, you're kind of like, well, that doesn't seem like it doesn't really add up, Justin. So a couple things that added that kind of added these pieces together. First, the Nintendo Switch case was actually being done by PDP. Uh, so is it PDP or Power A? Power A. Power A, thank you. Power A, which is a uh, official supplier of Nintendo accessories. They but have the stamp. Yeah, they have the actual stamp. They are the one that if you go in and buy a product that is not necessarily like officially from Nintendo, but it's a Nintendo quality stamp, most likely from them, they do fantastic yeah, work. Yeah, I mean, they've these guys are the same ones who, if you go to our YouTube channel, like they did the GameCube controller, yep. they did the, you know, the enhanced wireless controller, make, yep. they, they make great quality Nintendo yeah. Switch accessories. Yeah, fantastic, fan, absolutely fantastic stuff, right? So there's so, it's actually, you know, done by... Not just some guy in a basement, right? The next part of it that, that's that's kind of the key indicator um, is the fact that it was actually in the description saying it was officially licensed merchandise from Nintendo and Blizzard. Of course, Blizzard being the publisher and creators of Overwatch. So that's pretty massive. The third kind of component around this that kind of aligns. Now, this is a little bit more wishful thinking conspiracy theory. A year ago, this time was actually when Diablo 3 was announced by Blizzard. Um, right. So kind of these components begin to kind of line up. Um, Overwatch coming to the Nintendo Switch, um, I don't like no one should be, oh my gosh, this is shocking. Um, I think it was only a matter of time. We heard this rumor. This rumor has been spinning for almost a year, right? Since Diablo came on, it was for sure spinning. I think I had it in my E3 predictions at some point. I don't know if I get half point prizes if it actually ends up coming true. I think we were talking about Overwatch for two years. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of it's yeah. kind of always been there. Now the other component of it that I would say is very interesting is they were saying that Nintendo Switch this case is Overwatch case was available on September fifteenth. Now the reason that that kind of would would ring true to us as well is we do suspect um, that Nintendo will be having a Nintendo Direct in early September. Um, so this would kind of correlate potentially with the with the announcement of the game coming out potentially in early September. Um, we also know that GameStop has added, I think, 12 new SKUs. Um, oh, more than that, it's like 18. 18 SKUs. So there's a lot of things that kind of align that this is, is coming. So I think when this is officially announced, it's not going to be a huge shock. But I do think it's it's a fantastic win for uh, for the platform. Here's a couple of things that I, I want to interject here and I want to say and add to this. Uh, I, I think we got to take the date of September 15th with a grain of salt because that's a Sunday. Sure. Yeah. All right. So the, the release date's a little wonky. Um, it's possible. Uh, the other that, that, that what we're hearing, there's another release date that is rumored out there. That's pretty much being rumored by a lot of leakers as October 18th being the release date of Overwatch, which we could see the case and 
the, the, the game release on the same day. The other thing that we know is a, a Nintendo Direct probably is coming. Like you said, in September, we usually get one of those. But I can tell you a day it's not going to be. Mm. Uh, it is, And if you hear these rumors, they're wrong. It is not going to be September the 10th because Apple is running a new iPhone event that day. And no way Nintendo is running a Direct up against an iPhone event. Yeah, you're yeah, you're probably you're probably correct, right? I wouldn't be shocked if if it's going to be the next day. Uh, or, or, or it's, Thursday, the, it's probably not going to be on the 11th. Let's just let's no, be yeah. Um, it's, I, I it's going to be maybe the Thursday. I, yeah, I, yeah. Thursday is probably more likely. Uh, the other the other component of that as well is the fact that Thursday is a great day to do a direct because the e shop is uh, scheduled to refresh those days anyways as well. Uh, mm. So yeah, I think I, I mean I think this is this is a great. Um, Again, nothing official, but I think it's uh, it's going. That, it's not official, but I, I gotta say, having seen those rumors and and or and and seen the the like the actual product photos, somebody's got to be really, really, really good at faking it. Yeah, well, I, and here's I, I, it. Just it looked. It did not. There was nothing about those images that looked like a shop, right? Yeah. Like it didn't. It looked real. It looked yep. like it was it, it existed that these are product photos. Yeah, it didn't. But and, and the thing was, is it wasn't really pulling anything from any other case that already exists, sure. other than like maybe the zipper pulls, which the zipper pulls are Joy-Con shaped yep. zipper pulls. Yep. Which, I, but like even like the product page had the inside of the case with Overwatch the logo stitched on the tag and stuff yep. like that. So yeah. If this if this is if this is indeed fakery, someone has gone to a tremendous amount of effort. The other part of it was was uh, shortly after it got leaked, and and I do want to say that we were not the ones that broke it. There were other sites we quickly picked up on it. I took some screenshots because uh, I was correct, and what happened was that the site got pulled very quickly yeah. um, afterwards. So that's a pretty good sign, also that 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 yeah. that it's I, not I supposed saw to be there. Originally from Wario sixty four Twitter, which- yeah. Not saying he's the first to break it, but that's where yeah. I got it from. Yeah, ex- exactly. So I think that that once once uh, I think those signs all point to probably being true. So I'm excited to see what happens. Uh, and yes. of course, the other component of that being is that then people are speculating. Will we see Tracer uh, as a Smash Brother character? There was no. uh, an individual named Anonymous in a Reddit thread that basically says that he has leaked information that the next Smash character is. Uh, uh, female that we're not expecting. Of course, Tracer became like this immediate assumption. People but, trying to, but put he pe- also tra- says that that character is a mecha. Correct. Yeah. People trying to put pieces together. Here's the thing. That one I'm less, that one I'm less likely to believe or less likely to connect with. I don't see facts or evidence to support that. Uh, other than it's a great opportunity to spin a rumor mill and get some clickbait. That's <laughs> my own. That's my own opinion. So we're not going to give it a lot of oxygen here. Uh, so Jesse, I don't know. Did you play um, Overwatch at all? Not at all. <laughs> okay okay i've seen i loved, it. Played, I loved it on ps4 it. uh yeah. and i played it a lot when it first came out but yeah. i okay like and, and people who play overwatch will understand what i mean when i say this i have not played overwatch since the update that included orisa okay so there's t- there's several new characters i have no clue about yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think it'll be interesting because I think, I mean, Overwatch has been out for so long that, um, you know, a lot of people probably already have it. Um, 
and have played it and it has a, a rabid community, right? It has its own esports, it has everything associated with it. Um, so it coming to the Switch, there there are gonna be audience members like myself who have never played it, so it's brand new to them and excited for it. But then you have lapsed players, potentially Marty like yourself, who might be saying, Hey, now that I can take it on the go with me, right? Now that I've got this flexibility, this mobility. I think it works for me. And we know that the game like this, ha- you know, shouldn't, shouldn't have difficulty running on the Switch. We've seen a game like Paladins, uh, you know, same kind of platform, same premise, also run fairly well after some patches. Um, so I would suspect that Blizzard, when they end up, end up bringing it to the, to the uh, system, will, will be well prepared for it. I love the idea of Overwatch being on the Switch because... That's the very reason that I fell out of it was because lugging my PlayStation 4 and headphones and controllers and power cords somewhere that I could play online was so tedious. Yeah. You know, the time I set up and done, which didn't take all that long, it's just the hassle of all of it, though, you know, I it, it would be a great win for Switch. I remember if like a few, well, it's been years now, you know, that over, I mean, uh, Fortnite dropped on the Switch. Before that, I was saying this is absolutely something Nintendo has to pursue to get yeah. Fortnite on the Switch. I, I think they're in a position right now that they're sitting pretty. They don't have to pursue yeah. Overwatch, but this is gravy, right? This is yeah. like, but on the other hand of that, or, or the other side of that, I want to believe, or I like part of me wants to believe or hopes that this is not Overwatch, but it's a sequel. Because the original game has had, it's been, it, like you just said, been out there a while, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And eventually we know that they're going to move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know that, I mean, they're not going to shadow drop a sequel to Overwatch on every system, you know, by October, that's not going to happen. I mean, again, Overwatch 2 is going to have tons of buildup. So the the likelihood of this being Overwatch 2 is not at all. Yeah. Yeah, but no, as long yeah. as it's not like Overwatch Musu game. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm in. Well, sure. I, I could see like an announcement of Overwatch 2 coming in the October-ish window yeah. to start the hype for that cycle. Yeah. Blizzard, Blizzard has their conference the end of October, early November, right, BlizzCon? Um, so I wouldn't be shocked if, if, if we hear that there as well. So that's Overwatch, guys. Uh, hopefully you guys are excited. Um, great seeing people in the chat here as well. Overwatch Scramble. I love that. I love that. Thank you very much, uh, Yakko Warner. It's going to be an Overwatch kart racer. Yeah, you exactly. Know? Exactly. Hey, speaking of games that maybe you'll be playing mobile, did you guys hear that Mario Kart Tour is available for, for pre-registration right now, coming out September 25th? Yeah. Super excited about that, by the way, because um, the other release this week, Pokemon Masters, which yep. is it came out today, totally don't give a flying fart and a whirlwind about that game. No, hey? Okay. No, tell, me, tell, uh, tell, me, tell me why, because I played about five minutes of it. I'm like, eh. Well, it's like... If you've listened to the show for a long time, you know that I don't have a strong connection with Pokemon. So, yeah. uh, like, I'll, I'm picking up Sword and Shield. I've loved Let's Go. It's really Let's Go was like the first Pokemon game that I really, really loved. Um, but like, I just don't have connection to the to these characters. Sure, you know. So, like, all of these main major characters or major supporting characters from Pokemon showing up in a game together, it just doesn't really do anything for me. So. That's fair. I'm like it like I, I fully acknowledge it's probably 
somebody's huge cup of tea, but it's not mine. Well, speaking of someone whose huge cup of tea it might be, our resident Pokemon master, the man who was who was who was who has the body of. Oh, he broke up again. On references. Uh, you broke up. Excited for Pokemon you're... Masters. You, you're, you broke up just as you were making your joke, so I didn't know what you were going with. But I, I'm enjoying it so far. I've, you know, I've only played maybe half of the core games over this this lifetime of the series. So a lot of these characters I'm playing with, I really I don't know. I think most of them were coming from Gen Five and Gen yeah. Three. You know, those are the, the two big gens that I haven't played. But you know, sure. in the story in the story mode, I'm up to chapter five. I just started chapter five, and I'm, I'm liking it so far. That's maybe you have played a lot of this game, then. Maybe two hours in. Okay. All right. So well, for people who are listening and myself, who I mean, I just looked at the game and was like, eh, "No," well, may not know what this game is. What what kind of game is Pokemon Masters? What what can they expect? Right. So, uh, so you your avatar that you create is is a trainer of the game and you have a sync pair of a Pikachu you've over through the course of the story, you collect other trainers and their one Pokemon. And I think there's currently 65, uh, sync pairs at launch. So during this, the, just going through the story, you'll get, I think 15 or 16, maybe more with enough gems for you to, to, collect 15 or 16 more on top of that and especially there's also they're also running a, a special daily login extra gem event for the for launch so you might have actually be more than that but uh, so, so you create a team of three so you have three trainers with that'll have three pokemon and you go up against other teams of three and instead of being strictly turn-based where you know if i do nothing nothing happens it's more of like an active time battle so if I do nothing, I will lose. But then each trainer, I can choose which trainer can, which action to get queued up. And I can like queue up an action on all three of them and then, and then let them run if I have the energy for it. Like this energy bar will slowly fill. I think you have four or five slots at start. And you, if you have enough, co- uh, coins in-game currency you can go up to six and most moves will take most basic moves will take one some basic moves will take two bl- blocks of energy uh, some of the stronger moves you can learn will take up two to three or you can do like an ability like a full heal or a potion that, that's something that's a trainer action that does not cost energy but to, but still queues up and spends time Hmm. Okay. And cool. And so that's out right now. It's on both iOS and Android. So you can go and download that. It's free to start, right? That's, yeah. That's what they're calling that now. Free, not free yeah. to play, but free to start. Well, but basically, it's the only thing I've seen so far to spend money on is to buy gems to get at the capture mechanic or the gotcha mechanic. Everything else, all the other collectibles, are only gotten in game. So yeah. You can play through the game. You might be limited to what Pokemon types you have. Like, I don't have a dragon or a fairy yet, unless I start spinning the wheel. But I have a feeling by the end of the story, I'll probably have at least one of everything. So it can be definitely, definitely be played 
with limitations. And then it's similar to like what, what Fire Emblem did, where most of most of what you get are three stars, and then you can upgrade them to four or five, or if you're just lucky with the draws, get them in four or five out of the box. Nice. Uh, big thanks to Adam, who's in our chat right now, and he's provided some information as well uh, regarding the uh, the Pokemon uh, Masters game and making some uh, adjustments. So, Adam, thanks for being in the chat. We appreciate that. Um, yeah, yeah so, so, so check it out, folks. It is free, right? So no harm, no foul. Right. So we, we <gasps> kind of... Bless me. Wow. That wow. was scary. Sorry, so we, we kind of glossed over Mario Kart Tour, but that is available on both iOS and Android for pre-order. Pre-registration. Right Right, which is weird, uh, like pre-order, pre-registration for a mobile game. But Dr. Mario did it as well, and it actually released ahead of time. You know, it was yeah, supposed it, to release. It um, came out like 10 o'clock my time last night, but the servers were not keeping up with the demand. And it didn't really stabilize until closer to midnight. Right. So my question is this with... With Nintendo, I guess, leaning, it seems, more into mobile because, you know, we had, you know, getting started with Mitomo and then Mario Run is a little bit of a slow start. But now, like, three games this year, right? Yeah, and, and really, like, uh, yeah, yeah. And, they, and they've, kind of, they've kind of been moving them pretty quickly as well. And you know, early on, their focus wasn't necessarily monetization, but just to get more of a marketing tool to, to get li- – get people interested in other franchises that will be coming to the Wii U and the Switch. But with the, the new leadership, I think it is leaning towards more towards we want this as, monet- as a form of monetization, which is fair. You're a business. You can you have that right. Yeah. Right. And, and Nintendo is usually is good at trying not to be an Activision or uh, <laughs> other or, or an electronic arts in how they handle microtransactions. Right. Yeah. So, uh, I'm probably never going to download Pokemon masters, but I've already pre-ordered Mario Kart tour and I'm looking forward to that. Hopefully releasing a, a day or so early. Hearing what Roger's going to say about this because he has played every game and he'll, he'll, he knows these characters a lot more than I do. And, you know, anyone listening who wants to know more about it, there's a, there's a, YouTube video put out by uh, Loxton. Uh, uh, I think his channel is called Noggin or, and slash Loxton or something. Uh, but uh, he's he's had the game for a little over a month and talked about it, put out a video today. So, yes, sponsored video, but still he was critical at some points. Uh, and, you know, he knows his Pokemon and I have knowing knowing him from his other videos, I I, I agree with everything with what I, with what he said so far from what okay. little I played. Cool. So guys, uh, Pokemon Masters is out. Check it out if you want to. Uh, we'd love to know your comments, what you guys think. Send us a message if you're enjoying it as well. Uh, speaking of things that happened this week, I I love when uh, companies kind of provide us like Nintendo Direct style messaging. And uh, Yacht Club Games did that today or did that this week with their Yacht Club Presents. Uh direct i guess is what i would call here and uh and marty you're kind of a, a resident shovel knight fan you're you're you've been pretty uh critical but also passionate about the the work that's being done over at yacht club and uh and and uh hitting deadlines potentially but maybe you want to break down what the present presentation was about maybe yeah key, key takeaways that people should know 
So, uh, yeah, Yacht Club did, uh, I guess it was about an hour uh, worth of presentation uh, yesterday afternoon, uh, right after lunch, uh, with yeah, promises I that there, this. I didn't even know this happened. There, there were <laughs> promises that there would be some updates on King of Cards, which I think, you know, it's it's time. Uh, as Justin said, I, let me let me temper this before I say, like, I I want to be fair to them. But I also believe that there needs to be more of a critique of them as well. And I'll talk about that here in a minute. But we finally have a release date for Shovel Knight King of Cards, which will finish out, kind of put a bow on the Treasure Knight uh, or Treasure Knight, the Shovel Knight Treasure Trove, uh, which is the original game, Plague Knight, um, Spectre Knight, and King King Knight, uh, as well as the Amiibo, which finally are going to release you guys being honest here some people oh no he's breaking up he froze no marty don't freeze on us oh gosh are we having problems again yeah uh, you're back but yeah when no, he said, okay when he, he so said, what i was saying was These people have had, there are some people who have had the Shovel Knight Amiibo on pre-order for two years. Yeah. Right. That's a long time to wait, especially when that pre-order was made in good faith, believing that King of Cards would release and what we were being told it would release two years ago. Now, I'm happy about this. I love Shovel Knight. As Justin has said, I think that it, they are, uh, I used to think and, and believe that they were the gold standard for how indies should be handled and how, you know, fulfillment of indies should be handled because a hugely successful Kickstarter that turned into now what is, uh, I want to call it a Shovel Knight empire, but it is, right? Sure. I mean, yep. they're, 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 they're about to leave Shovel Knight behind and move on to uh, something new, which is the Cyber Ninja game, you know? Yep which also looks incredible, to be honest, kind of a, of a modern take on Ninja Gaiden almost. But also in this direct or announcement, they announce another Shovel Knight game. <laughs> Shovel Knight. Noel, so, so hold on. Are we talking about Shovel Knight Dig or are we talking about Shovel Knight Showdown? Well, we're talking about Shovel Knight Dig. Okay. Uh, which, which, by the way, because we knew great. about Showdown. It does. Okay. Yeah. We knew about showdown and shovel Knight dig does look great. I'm not going to, I don't want to throw the, the way that game looks under the bus at all. However, where, where I do kind of have something that gets kind of stuck in my craw here is that now this is the second game or the second thing that they've been working on. In addition to King of cards. Well, here, here's the thing. And though, you kind of start to see why there's been so many delays. I watched, and, and here's the thing: as I and, and I as I'm, I wasn't a backer, I was just a purchaser afterwards, right? So I don't have as much vested Same financial here. interest, Same right? Here. But what, from my understanding of it, Nitron is doing the actual work and lift of shovel of shovel night dig. Okay. Um, and, and and yacht club is kind of the the steerer of it, right? So yeah, it's over they're, in they're their hands. Seeing it. 
So ideally, from a mindshare perspective, that's probably taking up some of the some of that space potentially, right? They have to dedicate some resources to to assist in it. But my impression or my understanding from the the conversation about Nitron is that they're pretty much doing the, the lift, right? And, yeah. and just and and so I, I, I don't I don't know if that's an excuse. I just think that there is for most people, for like most fans of a certain genre or a certain IP or whatever, there is like there's a level of goodwill that they will go to when the waiting for something they've been waiting for, for a while. And I like more often than not now, when I see anything shovel Knight related, it's negative. Whereas before it was, man, this game is awesome. Everybody needs to play shovel Knight. I'm going to rebuy it again. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to get it again on the switch. Oh, the specter Knight. DLC was fantastic. Played Night DLC. And I like again, I have no doubt that King Knight is going to be fantastic. They showed uh a lot of it and it looks huge, right? Like it looks like it they and they they mentioned it has the most levels of any DLC. There's tons of story, but like it kind of goes back to and I I didn't want to go here, but I'm gonna go here. All right. It kind of goes back to the chicken wiggle argument. Mm. Right. It's like, what did we back, or what did what did what was promised? Well, it was you know three DLCs. All right, so we got two of them, and then there was a King of Cards DLC promised, right? But now it's become King of Cards and Showdown and Dig and a card game element inside of King of Cards and all kinds of other stuff. And with Chicken Wiggle, it was you're going to get Chicken Wiggle on the Switch, and it's going to have a fresh coat of paint and some new sounds. But now it's all of this stuff. And really it's like, even with chicken wiggle, it's like, they're not even telling us what it is anymore. Right. At yeah, least, so- at least Yacht Club is finally like taking the lid off everything. And uh, honestly, at this point, like I feel for them because like, I feel like it's kind of become the, the proverbial boulder rolling downhill yeah. sh- with shovel Knight. And at this point, I'm I'm thinking that like they're kind of like, all right, we're I'm ready to be done with this. Like I'm ready yeah. to to wash so, our hands of shovel knight for a while. So here's here's kind of my and so I don't disagree with you there, Marty. But I'm going to challenge you on a little bit of a concept or thought okay. I had this, right. So when yacht clubs put shovel knight up for Kickstarter, and again, correct me if I'm wrong, and throw it in the chat here, it was via Kickstarter, right? So they 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 started yacht club games. Yeah. They did. They were looking for backing. They they had a small team. They were able to get that funding, right? And that funding allowed for them to create a level, a runway, essentially, to be able to say, we can pay developers, we pay our publishers up to X point to get game done, right? Right. Now, what happened during that, right, was then they realized that they actually had the success. Now, if you think about it, probably around the time that Shovel Knight was finished, right, and, and game the game was released, and even though they did have some funding for probably the DLC, they're probably running out of, running out of funds, Right now, because most of that, those funds would have already been been uh, up for uh, upfront funds from Kickstarter, right? So this they've already funded, got that. this was funded six years ago. Yeah, they've already got their money. They've used that money, right? So now they've got a momentum running. They've actually got a huge amount of popularity. So what are we going to do? We're going to try and franchise out our our brand and our character and slow down that process potentially and find other revenues and other avenues to to bring in in, in financing here, right? So you've got to look at the amiibo as a potential financing. Probably sure any time that he gets dropped into a game, any kind of merchandise, there's another revenue stream that's coming into the into Yacht Club games that allows Yacht Club to still functionally exist. 
Now, I'm not saying that they're just they would just disappear if this didn't exist. But what we're actually doing is we're ensuring that a fra- a um, a studio employing hardworking, talented people stays in existence. Does it suck? Totally. Do they bite off more than they could chew? Absolutely. You also have to remember they were the first ones out of the gate doing this. No yeah. one else has had that success. So, no, like, I am sure every single Kickstarter who's doing a game steps back and says, "We are not doing that." What Shovel Knight did. We are not doing. We are not guaranteeing four DLCs or however many DLCs it is for the next six years because artistically, creatively, they probably don't want to do that, right? Um, so, I think this was a this was a really smart idea. I mean, I, from a here's my statement: if slowing down the development of a DLC allows for the creation of, of new content. So we're seeing that through whether it's whether it's Dig, whether it's through the Amiibo, whether it's franchising, whether it's Showdown, to ensure that this friend, that this organization, this development, this studio stays open, you take your time, right? Because I would rather see developers that are good developers and good, good creators of content stay in existence and ensure that those people who are working hard and are creative can continue, continue to do what they want to do. Yeah. So that's, that's my perspective from a... No, no, I get that. And I'm glad that I'm, that is the opposite side of this. I think that where I'm coming from is like, it's been so good, right? Like the whole Shovel Knight experience has been so good that this particular last leg of it has been super frustrating. Yeah, and sure. and it's been super frustrating because it's been like a roller coaster. It's been like, hey, I know you love Spectre Knight DLC. Well, King of Cards is going to be out six months. Well, then the six months comes, and then it happens. And and I guess where the frustration came, comes in for me is that it's like I just want to play it, right? Yeah. Like I'm I'm anxious to play it. I know it's going to be good, but I do feel like that in the whole thing. And again, you're right. Like the whole. Six six years of DLC is is nuts, right? Because I mean, I originally played Shovel Knight back on the Wii U, yeah, and and Plague Knight on the Wii U, yeah, right. So like, and it's been two years now, almost three since the launch of of Treasure Trove. So like, I get I get it, but I feel like that they're they're still yes, they're accomplished. Yes, Shovel Knight took off more than they ever probably could have dreamed it would, but they're still making those learning steps, right? Because yeah. the the learning step for them here should be no release dates until you're sure. Sure, yeah, and that's and and I mean I think that's that's that's. And I don't think anybody over at at Yacht Club is going, man. You know what? I just have really enjoyed sitting on all of these cases of amiibos for the past two years. This yeah. has been a fantastic experience. It's in somebody's like closet. They're like, God damn it, Mark. When are you going to move all these amiibo out of here? Right. Just sitting Somebody's there packaging ready. Just taking up. But I mean, cause they have been, I mean, they were so close to release, right? Yeah. We had, we had set release dates, dates for these amiibo twice before this. And, and notice that in this, they didn't even say, they just said December. They didn't give you a date. Yeah. They just Correct. said December. And I also love the fact that alternately with Dig, and I don't want to overshadow Dig here with, with talking about the, the, the King of Cards. Uh, Dig has no release date. Did you notice no, that? No, Dig was 2020. That was what they yeah, had. Oh, yeah. no, sorry. Uh, you're right. No release date. Yeah. It's, it, well, it, it's, we, it's so far in the future. They're probably don't know. going to be next year. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So I have no doubt that all of this is going to be spectacular. And and let's talk about dig for just a minute. Uh, For those of you who haven't seen it, I I saw a tweet uh, 
my image and form. Yeah. Saying, uh, <laughs> uh, that, that, that felt like a bit of a passive aggressive statement. As soon as I saw the, the, like the name for it, I was like, Holy crap. Image and form is doing a shovel night game. Yeah. <laughs> and then instead what we get is shovel night meets drill dozer. Yeah. And it does it in a wonderful way. Like it, it, the, I love the, uh, like shovel night already had a, a great aesthetic, but nitrome taking this and adding like that cartoony polish to it has just made it look fantastic. And I, I'm excited about playing it. I'm, I'm, I'm also a little more excited about, is it, is it, does it have levels or is it endless and you, and you like find a boss and then you go on to the next thing and you see how far you can get. And right. cause is you that, know, they're only released two, like two bosses right now, right? Yeah. yeah. Drill yeah. night and spore night. Yep. And there'll probably be more. I mean, let's just be honest. There'll be more. Yeah. It, it definitely looks fantastic. And I think for, from, uh, that was kind of one of the things that I was excited about. At this point, we didn't get any, uh, release dates for cyber, Cyber Ninja, right? That yeah. was disappointing. I was hoping for that. The well, other thing I do want to see too much of it. No, the other thing I want to bring to the attention as well is actually uh, regarding uh, Shovel Knight Showdown, which is part of this kind of package that they're building in as well, right? As part of the uh, as the update to Shovel Knight. Interestingly enough, I saw this. Did you guys catch that Shovel Knight Showdown? The update is not available for 3DS and PS Vita. I did not. Pretty sure I saw that as well. So if you are like me, and that's where you have your Shovel Knight, and you want all these fancy schmancy stuff, you may have to update over to the Wii U. But uh, again, chat. Hey, folks. Uh, hey, folks. What's going on? Uh, maybe in the chat room, these amazing folks over in the chat room, maybe someone can correct me if I am wrong. Did uh, did they confirm that that's not coming to the 3DS? Sean Capri, do a goddamn job. Do my work. Find that for me, would you? I love you. Thank you. <laughs> So there we go. Let's see if you can find from that. one Canadian to another. Do my exactly. Job. Welcome back, eh, you hoser. Right, I'm never, never wrong. While he's doing that. Let's uh, let's move on. Let's talk about a few other game announcements that came out Wait. Uh, this week. Do you do you hear that? Do you do you hear that? Is that is yeah. that Disney? Is that Disney calling Jesse? Is that Disney calling? Oh, give me a minute. I, oh, I was, Jesse. See, I closed ah, one job. I didn't, I didn't know you were gonna want one me to job. do that again. Oh my gosh! Jeez, now come on, you. They're crazy. calling. You just can't hear it yet. It's on mute. <sighs> come on. All right. Well, fine. Well, yeah, um, we'll start singing a whole new world. Yeah. Close uh, your eyes. Yeah. Okay. I, well, is, we're gonna. Is this a place that I can say that just, the live action Aladdin sucked? Whoa! Shots fired. Shots. It was terrible. Real okay, oh. honest on like like you know hot take. No one replaces Robin Williams. You know what I mean? Like God bless you That's for right. trying, but that it's just not going to happen. No matter yeah. what, Will Smith as a genie was way less cringy than I thought it would be. But yeah. overall, like, like like let me just let me frame this. All right, look here. I'm gonna frame this. Yeah. Frame in that. in the stop remaking animated movies. Right. Stop yeah. it. Stop be it. Disappointed Somebody needs to get out. Like, I, oh, I know, I know. We're getting all of them. We're getting. <laughs> but I'm just saying. You know what else? But but you know what Disney can do to fix this is remake some old remake some in area games, old SNES and Sega Genesis games. Yeah, that's what Disney's going to be doing. Yeah, so and that's exactly what was announced this week out of nowhere. 
nowhere. Right. No one saw this coming. There was no like. Do you hear the rumors? Do you hear the rumors that they're gonna re- they're gonna re-release Aladdin for the Super Nintendo? What about the Lion King for the Sega Genesis? I'm on the edge of my seat waiting for it. Nobody was asking for this. No, but you the know entire what's funny about this? Was happy about it. This is what's funny about this is that people have been begging for Disney games to come to the Switch for mu- yeah. for years, and but just not these Disney games. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Now this is this is actually kind of interesting, right? So it's a pleasant surprise. A pleasant surprise. Do you guys play Aladdin or the Lion King? What about folks? I in the- freaking love the Genesis version of Aladdin. It's yeah. the superior version of it. Don't don't, uh, don't add him. Mm-mm. Don't 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 be about that SNES version. It, look, the 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 whole thing about the Disney Aladdin version on Sega Genesis is that Shiny, who is a developer of that game, which they're amazing, by the way, they actually hired animators from Disney to animate that game. Nice. You you have some deep, deep lore on this. Like, that's a... I was not expecting that from you, Marty. It's the best. It's the best version. The Capcom version, I get it. Like, it's okay... Um, I played it and immediately was like, this is not the Genesis version trash. Really? So is this, are you excited for this? Are you, yes. are you picking these up? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I okay. cannot wait mainly because Disney Aladdin Genesis version was one of the game. Like it's a, you know, like Mega Man two, man, it's a comfort game. Everybody has comfort games, right? Yeah. This is one of those. I would just go and I would play it for hours and I would play, just replay it over and over and over again. It's so good. It's so good. Jesse, can we get some live game music? Like it has no rights. It's it's one of those like licensed games. And you say this game has no right to be this good, but it is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that, and that was one of the things I, I think that was, you know, when I think of games back from the eighties and the nineties, that was one of those prime examples of a, of a um, movie game to or movie to game uh, scenario that was actually good, right? Yeah. That was like, oh wow, that's really enjoyable, right? And that you, you know, rare. the mom and dad could walk in. Oh, we saw the Lion King, we saw Aladdin. I suspect the same quality in these games as well. Here you go, right? So, yeah. so yeah. let's talk about what's in this package. Uh, and by the way, before we talk about this, uh, thirty dollars for the physical version of this yeah all right thirty dollars for the digital version of this and you're going to get all of this you're going to get aladdin which is the genesis and the master system version you're also going to oh, get Gen- Game- genesis master system is the same version i just put specified both no, it's not it would be genesis mega drive um mega drive is what i meant i'm sorry yeah so you, so it's the genesis version you're also going to get the Game Boy version that you can play in um it's also the SNES version is going to be in there, but all the also the Game Boy version uh, is going to be uh, black and white or Super Game Boy mode, which is super cool. Uh, you're also going to get a lad Final Cut, which nobody knows what that is at this point. It's but it's going to be in there. Also, the Aladdin trade show demo, which has not been publicly available ever, was shown off in 1993 to advertise the game. That's going to be in there as well. No clue what that is. Probably just a couple of levels. Uh, but the level that's shown off 
is like Aladdin in like during the you got a friend or you'll never have a friend like me the song and him like running around genie world that's made out of genie parts which is weird uh also the lion king is going to be a part of this the genesis and mega drive version the super nintendo version and the game boy version with super game boy mode uh as well and standard uh museum like content found in other collections also going to be in their music player art gallery all kinds of things this is going to be in 1080p, all right? So you can choose to play it like that, or you can choose to do filters and stuff like that. This is the uh, legacy collection that nobody wanted, but everybody is hyped for now. Yeah, I mean, I, I think this is this I think this is a really interesting move, uh, and I think the the thing that I would not gloss over is that museum-like content in there, right? Allowing, I think they have, they talked about having interviews, I think with developers and art gallery and music, right? A real multimedia, a real kind of nostalgia and uh, archive of a very interesting time in in gaming culture, the, the, the late 90s, or sorry, early 90s, especially as it relates to Disney. I think this is a very interesting move. And, I, and the thing that interests me the most is what's next. So what I mean by that is about a month and a half ago, we know that 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 the that uh, DuckTales slowly delisted off of some, uh, mm-hmm. some e-shops, right? And some areas to reach it. DuckTales is owned by who? Disney. Disney. What is Disney doing? Are they pulling back all of their IPs and are they going to be sending it back to us in some kind of kind of collection Here, form? Here's like what this? I think with the DuckTales uh, pull, I think it's because a new DuckTales game is coming. Could based be. off the new TV show. It could be. Because the new TV show has just blown up. It's yeah. huge. I, and yeah. I'm a fan. There's more episodes. Uh, I think I don't know if it's I think it's still season two. But oh, listen, they've got it into, they're going to have, like, they have introduced Tailspin into the DuckTales universe. They have, in, they're introducing Chippendale Rescue Rangers. They're doing, Woo-hoo. they're going full, they're doing full Disney afternoon. Yeah. Well, right? they, they, they originally Darkwing introduced Duck. Darkwing Duck as a show that was on in the past, but revamped it to be in continuity now. Where the actor who played Darkwing Duck in the show is now the new Naked Duck. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's I love that's, it. Look. So kind uh, of like an Adam what, West. Kind type of along of role. what kind of along what Justin was saying. Uh if you look at the packaging for this game, uh there is a Disney like it says like Disney classic games or something like that. And they have I'm just going to like the speculation I have is you don't go to the trouble to make a logo. Do you remember something's not coming down the pike? Yeah. Do you remember the, the, like it's going into the Disney vault, you know, snow white (laughs) and the seven dwarfs out for a limited time. Get it now before it goes back into the vault for who knows how long, right? This is what Disney's now doing, but they're going to do it instead of our nostalgia for movies it's going to be video games and we are going to pay buckets of money for it. Yes, now, so long yeah. as they continue this idea of this museum kind of archiving um, and work around it, then, I, and then it becomes this kind of like behind the scenes. This I think is interesting. This could now be the next, you know, like when you buy a Blu-ray, it's like behind the scenes of Avengers with Robert Downey Jr. and blah, blah, blah. If, if they do this right, this can land to be like the new, 
behind the scene featurettes of, of, of video games that we can find very interesting because we have, again, this nostalgia for it. So I think this is very interesting to see. Uh, I'm interested to see what happens here as well. If they did, if they pulled DuckTales off digital storefronts to re-release it digital uh, physically with the original NES DuckTales and DuckTales 2, all yeah. as one package, I'm, of course I'm going to buy it. Done. Done, son. Done. Yeah. So. But you know what? I'm actually shocked, uh, Marty, that you're not done from the rest of this week because it's been a big week for you, buddy. It's been a massive week for you uh, with announcements of game collections because, because, of course, Mega Man Zero ZX, the Legacy uh, Collection, also got announced uh, this week consisting of six games, Mega Man Zero, Mega Man Zero 2, 3, 4, and then the game, uh, the game ZX and ZX Advent, which were part of the Nintendo DS collection. I'm assuming that like you are so hyped, it's hard to get you to sit down right now. Am I right? <laughs> Here comes the hate mail. <laughs> the look on Marty's face right now. Are you well, like, I... are you a fair weather Mega Man fan? No. I thought I'm you not. were through and through Blue Bomber. Oh, no. Well, th- there's no Blue Bomber in these games. You okay, know what? So, you so know is what, that is the issue? You know what? You know what is in this is uh, anime butt rock Mega Man is what this is. Welcome uh, to I, late nineties, early aughts. Oh, I hate it! It's terrible. Really, these games are god awful. They don't even look or resemble Mega Man games. I'm sorry. Now, if they did a Battle Network collection, I'm all about that. Up to a point. Up to a point. But like I. Y'all, I don't know. I played the first Mega Man Zero, and I just could not stand it, and I didn't even buy any of the it's others. It's like the so there picks torches and yeah. picks there, Marty. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Shellshock Prime and Mecha Dragon are uh, are going at it right now on this one for for going for you for uh, come on in, come on in. All right, it's okay to have unpopular opinions. Okay, uh, I have lots of them. All right, so I no more. So no wrong. Just yeah, I, I may buy it. Because I've never played most of the games. Right. But okay. So, I'm just so, like, I don't have any affinity for these games. Whatsoever. So Nint- Nintendo Dad's community, what's the over and under on uh, on Marty buying this game? Like oh, the day it comes it's out. Bar- it's bar- There's no over under. It's 100%. It's <laughs> happening. I'm going to buy the game. But it, because it's Mega Man. And right. Mega Man, like if something with the word Mega Man on it comes out, I'm going to buy it so that Capcom will make Mega Man 12. Right. Okay. Right? Right? You're, you're, you're a supporter no matter what. Right. Good. But okay. I mean, that's why I bought the X collection because everybody knows that the only good Mega Man X games are X one and X two. Uh, so fair enough. All right. I'm, I'm three is probably in there too, but can I tell you a sad and, and tragic story? Sure. Of a teenager who could not find Mega Man X three in stores anywhere because it Capcom didn't produce enough of the game. And it was at the end of the super Nintendo life cycle. And I've never played it. Not even on the Legacy Collection. Wow. I haven't got around to it. Who so was I don't that? know if I like Mega Man X3 oh, or not. Who was that sad boy? That was who me. Was oh, was he? oh, wow. I didn't see that twist. Yeah. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> I did. I had no clue. That was uh, out of nowhere. Out of do, nowhere that do, was can, here. Can, yeah. I, can we mention one thing about this game that I think is interesting? Sure. About this yep. collection? It says that the ZX games, uh, which were the ones on the DS, right, uh, will have... Both DS screens visible at once with multiple ways to rearrange the screens. Now, that sounds really good for playing docked. I think that's going to be terrible for playing handheld. 
Yeah, those I think you are right. It's gonna be would, it's gonna be atrocious. I would agree. This would be a good candidate for <laughs> flip grip if they have that orientation. Oh, yes, that's a good point. Bring me all of the DS games with flip grip compatibility. Yes, yep. if it would do it that way, it's fine. I think what's going to happen is it's going to be too smushed. Probably, it's going to look all smushed, smushed, thin. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, I like it. Um, slightly related, off topic here. I think it was Nintendo Life had uh, a poll of how do you pronounce this? This and they had like four similarly pronounced or two to four ways to pronounce a word, and Tate was one of them. It's Tate. It is not Tate. Tate. It is Tate. Tata. Tate mode. It's like it's like Tata. 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 Seventy-eight percent of people admitted to to not speaking it correctly, and I, I that that got me off. I was not happy. The with The only that. reason, the only reason that I know that it's Tate mode is you, <laughs> and also That's just it. no one, and no one wants to call it the taint mode. All right, so here's what we're gonna oh. do, folks. Ah! I want to move on to our next component here. Uh, I to, think we to just got the yellow dollar sign. We may have. It's tough to say. It's it's Justin's first thing back. I saw in the chat someone's like, Justin's coming back sweary. I'm sorry. I'm working on it. I'll get the Irish out of me one day. All right. So, folks, uh, a couple of the things I do want to say that, that you should keep your eyes on uh, that's happened this week. Marty mentioned earlier, Astral Chain. It's coming out. It, yes. you, it may be out right now, depending it, on your it's region. It's been out for 20 oh, it's minutes. Out. Uh, and you guys are still here. I don't know what's going on. So, guys, we are excited. We do not yet have a review copy. Nintendo did not provide us a copy at this point. Uh, but do expect to hear a lot more of our coverage um, coming, up, coming up. In the uh, yeah, I'm also picking up my copy. I think as, I think everyone except for uh, uh, Jesse is. And that's okay. Um, so, guys, if you're waiting for our coverage and our information on it, you'll have yeah. more I've uh, talked about my insight. dislike of Platinum Games before. Yeah, you'll have more of our insight next week, but we do watch for some coverage this weekend, uh, some early impressions, some Let's Plays, uh, some discussion videos probably later in the week as well. So if you're waiting to kind of hear what we think, like our opinion really matters, you can do that. Uh, I'll tell you when it's going to come out, that kind of stuff. Uh, but there, the, it, it is scoring quite well right now. I think it's like 85 to 90 on Metacritic. Um, I think IGN gave it a nine. Uh, so it sounds like it's, it's landing. gave it a nine. Yeah, yes. so it's... It's landing really well. I'm super hyped for it. It's actually probably, I think, the game I'm the most excited for in 2019 right now. So can super we, excited. Can we say right here, right now, possible game of the year contender? I don't I don't think you can because you haven't played it yet. You're getting a little fancy just, pants. No, no. This is from I'm just saying based, on, based off on what I 11 see. 11 out of 10. Yeah. That 11, that, shut yeah. your mouth, Jesse. That 11 out of 10 was valid. Mario Odyssey is a thing of gold. It is. It Over is. to you, Marty. No, what I'm saying is the, the just the hype, not and not just hype from like people who are like, oh, this looks good, but the reviews uh, across the board saying it's solid, including you know content-wise, not just the game, uh, the main story, but everything wrapping it together. I, I don't. I just, here's a, I'm, I'm giving. I'm giving you a bit of a hard time, Marty. I don't disagree. I think this is this very well could be a high contender for it. Um, it will be interesting to see what some of the other games lands land uh, land out for the rest of the year. But I, I do suspect this will be a, probably a very high contender. We, we live in a world where near Automata can be considered as a a game of the year, and people are comparing this to that. Yeah. Yeah. Very yep. heavily. 
Yeah. So again, guys, we'll we'll have more coverage uh, coming out soon as well. Some more other coverages or information that leaked out this or I shouldn't say leaked out, but it was released this week was uh, folks who got their hands on the Nintendo Switch Lite uh, have had some previews and some updates about it as well. Uh, we we are not those people. So if you are looking for information <laughs> on it, uh, I would encourage you to go to a great many places. Of course, our good friends over Game Explain have some uh, information on it as well in video. Some hands on, but a lot of the major publishers, a lot of the major sites, I think IGN as well, have. Hey, um, uh, former guest of the show, Abdallah, has yeah, a video Abdallah, that's about right. it. Thank you. Thank you, Abdallah. A very good video. I highly recommend his. Yeah, Abdallah. So so go check that out as well if you're looking for it. We the will main be- news that you need to know about the Nintendo yes. Switch is uh, Switch Lite is this. It will fit in your pocket, but not if you wear skinny jeans. Yeah. Well, if you're wearing skinny jeans, you need to reconsider a lot of your life decisions. All right, so that's a you can put that on a box or a label or something as well. Uh, so uh, can we make good. a sticker out of that? Yeah, don't don't at me either, right? I don't trust a man in skinny jeans, <laughs> right? Fair enough. I just don't. Also, I have a pair of skinny jeans. What does it say about me? I don't know. You don't trust uh, yourself. I don't trust myself. All right, uh, that's kind of some of the news and information that's going on this week, guys. Thank you very very much, um, Adam in our chat. Who I think he has had hands on it. He's saying uh, for obviously the switch is it's a solid handheld and he's very impressed carousette is uh adam uh, ruffle uh from uh, game reviewer i believe as well so good friend of our show and good friend of our content so thank you adam he's been in there kind of uh kind of keeping us honest and keeping us on pace which i appreciate uh should we jump into what we've been playing absolutely let's do, do it. it jesse touch the buttons jesse all right so so here's the thing Here's the thing. You you have not been on the show in two months. Yeah. And so you had to have been playing some games. It's probably pin up in you like a, a, a high school senior on prom night. <laughs> All right. And so <laughs> I don't even know where that came from. I don't know. Uh, I just, anime I'm lover just on prom so night. glad like, you're back in the show. Uh, I'm glad you're back on the show. Promo? Yes. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's there you go. Uh and so Masson, it's all you right here. We want to know what you've been playing in sure. this, this mysterious ethereal hiatus. What sure. Yeah, so uh so a couple things that I have been playing. I'm gonna give you like really quick overviews because everyone else in this group has already talked about uh, them. We Fire Emblem, go ahead and say it. I have not I've no, no. <laughs> Not my cup of tea, right? <laughs> You're gonna find me playing that after you find me drowning in pick cross games. That's not gonna happen. Um, so what have I been playing? I have been playing Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Uh, I got feel like I got peer pressured into that one from this group, but I have been enjoying that. I like the fact that it, it like I don't need to think when I'm playing that game. Do you know what I mean? It's press button, smash button. It does its thing, so that's good. Uh, new update for DLC comes out actually today or the 30th. Yeah. The 30th, mm-hmm. uh, some, some new skins for that, some free skins. And then obviously they have some DLC plan. Uh, but yeah, I have a lot of fun with that one. Uh, so that's been, that's been going well. And I know the lads talked about that before. Uh, Eagle Island was actually one that I played. Uh, Marty, you talked about Eagle Island roguelite, uh, 16 bit kind of, so uh, good. so it's such a great game. That was actually the game I played for my entire flight from Ireland to Canada, uh, was that game. Uh, so it was really, I really like that one. So if you guys haven't checked out Eagle Island, I'd highly recommend it. Uh, and again, full transparency, we were given a review code for that one as well, but I really, really enjoyed that. Um, what else have we been playing? Fortnite, Fortnite season 10. Here's what I have been doing, which has been really, really fun. 
Uh, I have a friend when we got over to back from Canada, we were living with him for about him and his wife for about two weeks and I got him hooked into Fortnite. And so now he's really into it. And, and so we had two switches at his house. So we were like, we brought another TV. So we had two TVs in the same room playing Fortnite together on the same team. That was a blast. That was so much fun. We were playing duos together. They were playing, um, uh, rumble. Uh, and that was fantastic to a point now that every Sunday night he comes over here at nine o'clock and we play till about 2 AM. It's like, it's like we're 16 year old kids eating Doritos and drinking orange crush playing uh Fortnite, And it is awesome fun. Uh, so that has kind of been a lot of my gaming. So, um, and also the other thing I have been doing a little bit of gaming on as well, if people are interested, uh, I finally in my studio have got set up proper recording content and I have been doing some streaming on Twitch uh, so I'm getting a little bit more into that. So I'm kind of make sure, uh, you guys check that out. Uh, if you guys want, uh, subscribe to us on Twitch. And then when I start streaming, um, you know, you, you can kind of watch it if you want to, I'm learning how to do stuff on Twitch. Um, uh, but yeah, that's kind of what I have been playing. Uh, but I am excited. I am ready. My docket is cleaned and ready for astral chain. I am pumped. Jump You're Lock excited about this game. Jump, Jump Lock asks when you said, Fire Emblem is not my cup of tea. If that was an intentional pun or unintentional, John Blanco, what do you, John Blanco, what do you think? I'm just going to let that hang there. I'm going to let you figure that out all by yourself. I said I think it was unintentional because I'm not sure you know, even know what that would be referring to. Tea. It's referring to tea. He doesn't. He has no clue. I have no clue, John. So if it came out well, then I'm brilliant. I'm a mastermind. <laughs> Here's if not, I'm a complete You, you want to know what's about? You can, you can have tea time in the game with people. It's I can bizarre. have. Oh my god, I can't deal with this, folks. I can't. I can't. Here's. I'm going to be really honest with you. And, and, so and funny part is, in, this is the part of the game that makes me really close to buying it. Is the part uh, that is tea. leans towards Persona. Mecha Dragon, there are sec- segments where you can have tea with your teachers. I'm done with that. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you tell you some honest honest inside baseball though, folks. So uh, we got this review code for for Fire Emblem. It came into us. Um, Nintendo UK was kind of sent sent copy, and I know that some of these other guys had some of the other big stuff on their docket. They were working. I think you were working on Dragon Quest Builders, uh, Jesse. I right. think uh, Marty, you had uh, uh, Ultimate Alliance. So we were kind of like full out, and I was like. Oh my gosh, everyone's super busy right now except for me. And we have this fire emblem code. And I was like, I don't want to do this. Like I can't like I'm, it's not gonna go well. And then I was like, no, no, Justin, you need you need to be a bigger man. You need to like open your mind to fire emblem. So I like watched some trailers and I was like, I uh, no, I, I I was shutting them down. I was like, I can't do this. And so when we put it out there, it was like, anyone interested in this code? And then Tim was like, I'll do it. I was like, oh, Tim. Thank you so much. You've saved me from what was going to be probably the worst time in my life. Can, but if can, you're I, playing, can I say something? If, I know this is not going to, it's not going to sway your opinion yeah. at all, but as someone who is like a fringe fire emblem fan, like who, yeah. like I like the idea of fire emblem, but I haven't really enjoyed the games of the past. Yeah. I'm having a ton of fun with this one. And, and here's here. And I've always said this, and I will always say this about, how I approach other people's liking of games, right? So there is the caricature of Justin a little bit, right? Turn things up a little bit, be a little bit loudly, a bit obnoxious. Here's a way that I look at, at things. As long as you enjoy the game and it brings you fun and enjoyment, that's what's important, right? I, I pick at Jesse for pick cross. 
I just don't like it. But I love the fact that there are games that, like that that Jesse's super passionate about and enjoys. And no, if other like, people I are put like fifty hours of Picross games in the last six exactly weeks. <laughs> right. If other people are Over, super passionate, more than one game. Yeah, if other people are super passionate about Fire Emblem or whatever those games are for you, whatever that is in your wheelhouse that you're passionate about, I am so happy those exist for you. Do you know what I mean? Um, because there are probably games that I play that you're like, oh my god, Fortnite again? You're an idiot, right? So, but I think the fact that we can just like the fact that people have other things is is it. So, so this is a little bit of the don't at me, um, and I and maybe eventually I'll come back to Fire Emblem and give it an honest crack. But I uh, I, I I I got too much going on. So that's kind of what I've been playing. That's my crazy world. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Although I am, I am going to say this. I'm excited about the. There's some stuff in the, the Nindy showcase that I was excited about that I'm interested in. There's a lot coming up in the next six months that I'm like, just going to be poor. Do you know what I mean? Just yeah. flat poor. September is um, beefy. It's, yeah. yeah, beefy is a great. Yeah. Is a great way to describe it. So that was my wrestling name in college, Beefy. There's a big All right. arm. <laughs> Jesse, what are you playing? Okay. Let me scroll back down because I just added a possible title to the top. Okay. So I, I played more of the Grandia HD collection. I'm like seven hours into the first game. And at first, I w- the, what I said in Twitter is I, I kind of liked how the I didn't like the town play, you know, like a, like a lot of like fetch questy stuff or talk to this person, then talk to this person, I, especially with the the way the towns are set up that requires you to rotate the camera 3D. I'm like, I'm not a fan of this, but, but I, I was okay with the first dungeon. I was okay with that. I'm now in what it's, what it's probably considered the second dungeon and <laughs> not liking it as much anymore because I've literally tried to find the exit and I ended up at the start four times. Oh, wow. Because I have to rotate the camera so many times I I'm, I'm turning myself around and there's no in-game map. So that, that would help, but it's not there. And I, I don't want to try to graph a 3d map on the 2d paper. Cause that's not going to work. Yep. So, you know, I'm at the point where I'm probably going to need a walkthrough or just abandon this game and try the second one, which I have been told is the superior game okay. of the two. Okay. Nice. Okay. Then I also put more time into Dragon Quest Heroes on the PS4. I'm, I think I'm like 27 hours in now. Wow. I'm at the point where the the, the big the big bad dragon is going to come up. In a few days, so I have a few days to kind of get other side quests done before the story quest start kicks back in again. And the, the different and these these every character has their own specific side quest to do where they have to be in the party. And of course, I've used this the same four people through ninety five percent of the game, so six other people have never been used. They still level up, but means I have to still buy. Better weapons and armor for him. I have to allocate this 250 unused skill points <laughs> per character before I can even try to put him on the field. And then these these quests are significantly more difficult than the previous story quests. So I may gotcha. So I may have to jump around to see if I can find one that I can do, or just find go back and grinding because I don't think. I don't think I can get... Cause these are basically to get their ultimate weapons. Okay. 
So uh, I've done on the two main characters that are, I have, like Erdrick Sword and the, and the Zethian Sword and Shield set. Uh, I'm trying to get everyone else caught up, and that's where it's rough. But maybe if I get one or two have done, it'll make things easier for the others. <laughs> nice. Okay, cool. So, I'm still having fun with that. Then again, I, I, we, I talked about Pokemon Masters a little bit. Yep. I uh, won't talk about that more. If people want to ask me questions about it, uh, go ahead and send me questions on Twitter. I'm, I'm wondering, I'm wondering, Jesse, and here's just my, I, we're a little bit of inside show baseball stuff here. I know that like your videos that you did for Pokemon Go seem to go really well in the videos. Like you almost did tutorials. I wonder if we should do stuff like that for Pokemon Masters. I actually tried doing that last night, but I had okay. a problem getting the audio, get the audio from my iPad into the stream. Okay. And that I, it was a server problems at the time, so it would have been a lousy stream anyway. Sure. But uh, I'm not sure uh, if I think about it and can get my get my iPad set up to record, that might work. But you know, it's it's it's. it's before, when I did it with Pokemon Go, I was using the phone's direct record feature, then exporting the, sure. audio, the video. Yeah. Uh, here, I was trying to airplay it through my Apple TV, so it's a little bit... I had it working back when I played the Dr. Mario on yep. the iPad, and that yep. worked pretty well. But so I'm sure I, I just have something muted that needed to turn up again. <laughs> sure. Okay. Cool. And then the last game I is a new game that came out today called Agent A: A Puzzle in Disguise. Yes, it's a little like a five chapter game. I'm in the middle of chapter two. It's kind of like one of those escape rooms puzzle box type of things. So like right. ch- chapter one, you are a spy trying to catch an enemy spy. You're in her house and she traps you in it. Okay. So first you have to we ultimately need to catch her, but the first thing is you need to get disable the alarm system so you can get out of the house. Right. And then and then I ended up getting I finished chapter one, noticed that there was a lot of puzzles I had started but didn't complete yet. So I was wondering because other chapter or not chapter based, but other puzzle box games I tried. When I finished one, it moved on to the other and never went back. With mm. this, I still have access to the previous rooms. Oh, so interesting. Now that I'm in Chapter 2, I, I have like 10 rooms available to me, including the ability to go back outside and look around the corner and look at the shed, which is where I got stuck, and that was the next step because I needed to find the shed. Okay. So now that I found that like 10 minutes before we started recording, so I'll be getting back to that. Okay, and then I, some more. Yeah, so and if this is if I, I've played for thirty to forty-five minutes, and I'm in chapter two of five, so again, probably okay. not a long game. And then I still do plan on playing Dragon Quest Eleven demo. I just haven't gotten nice. to that yet. But again, I still have. Th- I figure I have three weeks before the game launches, so I've got a little time. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot on the docket, but a lot of good things. So that's good. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks, Jesse. Uh, Jesse, also, when you get a chance, there's some questions in the chat about uh, Pokemon Go. So maybe if you can answer those, because I don't want to speak on your behalf. That would be brilliant. Mr. Estes, what are you playing? Well, I haven't had a lot of time to play any games uh, this weekend, so I'll put nothing of note in the doc. But I, d- I have uh, put about an hour, an hour and a half extra into uh, Dragon Quest Eleven demo 
So really enjoying that so far. Still not sure that it's like going to convince me to buy the game, but it's it's fun. So I'm I'm just going to play it out till the end and and then make a decision. But uh, y'all, I'm still stuck on Mario Maker Two. Like I dip into Mario Maker Two at least once a day just to go to the popular levels and see what's there. That's great. And I'm really still enjoying it. Like I have made two levels, but like I'm not really into making levels for some reason right now. Just playing them more than anything. So yeah. uh that's and I mean like that's relaxing to me to go in and find, you know, a few levels and play them and then I'd be like, okay, I've played for 30 minutes. I'm done. Right. Yep. So that in a busy week like this, it's kind of catch as catch can. So yeah. um I'm really I was really hoping to put some more time into Fire Emblem. But I also made uh the really stupid excuse um, or, or made the stupid mistake of Monday night of this week. I just, for some reason I could not sleep and I got up and I've been watching a show and I had like seven or six episodes, six or seven episodes of it that like had, uh, gone on my DVR that I hadn't gotten through. Yep. And so I was like, yeah, I'm not tired. I'm going to go in here and watch one of these at 5 a.m., I realized that I was not going to bed that night. Right. <laughs> and I'd finished the series. So oh, wow. uh, I felt terrible. I, Tuesday was junk. So that, you know, kind of contributed to not playing many games this week. Sure. That's fair. Get yourself well-rested for Astral Chain, right? Worth oh, yeah. So cool. Uh, so that is kind of our, what we've been playing. Let's jump into community spotlight. Uh, Marty, there's some questions in our Patreon, I believe, right? Yeah, From our, absolutely. So maybe, we, maybe we can rapid fire those ones and I can give like 30 second answers to the ones that we were directed. Okay, cool. Uh, uh, yeah, let's go to community I have spotlight pulled up, uh, right here. Yeah. Jesse, get that music. All right, before we get to those uh, Patreon questions, we uh, had uh, a guy uh, message us on Twitter this week that he had asked a question a couple episodes ago, and we had mistakenly forgot it. Oh. And I want to be sure that we get to this first. It's from yep. R. Kern uh, is, his, is his Twitter handle, R. Kern. And uh, here's his question. It's, hey, Nintendo Dads, I love the show. I'd love to know your thoughts about Nintendo's strategy or lack thereof regarding its back catalog. We're now hearing rumors of SNES games making it to the Switch. This is nice, but we had SNES on Wii, Wii U, and 3DS, all paid, by the way. Why, oh why, doesn't Nintendo just go whole hog and make their entire back catalog on all systems open for a monthly fee? Or at least do something like Xbox with Game Pass and release a few dozen titles from each platform and rotate them out. I would think the big end can work through licensing and other challenges, it seems like a sound model, and it would hold up for years, and certainly people like me would happily pay for it. What do you all think, RJ? Uh, Massim, what do you think about that? Um, so, I, I mean, my, my initial thought was licensing, because I do think there's some licensing issues they would have to work through. But you are right. They've got enough money that they could uh, 
they could they could figure that problem out. Um, I think what Nintendo is really careful about is the user experience, right? That's something that they very much value and very much treasure. Um, and I think potentially, you know, what is the remapping or what does the work look like to remap? I don't know. Super Mario Sunshine over to a Nintendo Switch controller or Joy-Cons with uh, the the grip. So there's a little bit of extra work there that that might have to to happen. And then in doing so, does that change the game fundamentally for what they want it to be, right? The direction and the outcome of the experience. And I think that the Nintendo is very safeguarded about that experience component of it. Would you know? Does it make sense uh, for them to open their catalog and basically just allow allow have a go at it like a pass? Absolutely does. Um, that would be a brilliant play for them to do, I think. And, and I think they'd make a bucket ton of money. But I think it's the investment um, of, of, I think, mapping that, that's a challenge potentially. Um, so, yeah, I don't I don't know why they don't do it. Uh, it'll, the other part of it is also that, like, they know we're going to repay for Super Nintendo games, right? right. I'm, going, I'm going to buy my, I don't know. So, so when... The Super Nintendo Online stuff comes out. I will have my fourth copy of Super Metroid. Why? I don't know, but I feel like I need to buy it for every single platform. Right. Uh, so they also know that they've they'll will just keep paying for it. Um, so uh, I'd love to see them move into the N sixty four, and I'd love for them to to dabble into the GameCube. Um, but uh, I don't know why. That's they, they got to fix that problem. Yeah, I th- I think that uh, with just the, the like you said, the opening up of the whole back catalog uh, opens a whole new can of worms, right? Not, I'm not trying to, to be silly about it, but it, it like there's, there's several issues that that opens up like control is one of them. Right. Uh, but the other thing too, is that it's not just like take these games and dump them on a system, right? There has to be some development that goes there. Uh, and I think we forget too easily, too, that with the NES games coming out on NES Online, they are online. Yeah. So there's some additional work that's had to be done to those games as well. Did we really want that? No. But uh, well, it's, more it's there. The emulator than the games themselves. But yeah. still, yeah, extra work needs to be done. There, yeah, there there is additional funding, right? And I think that the... The further into the generations you go, the more complex potentially it could be, right? And I and I think that that causes issues. Yeah. Which is you know, back back in the day, I I said that we would never see a Pokemon game in virtual console because it would require yep. changing of the net code to make a multiplayer work. And I thought yep. I'd never do it. I was proven wrong. Gladly, I will yeah, accept right. that. Right? Like like let's <laughs> let's be straight and honest. Like if in this direct in a couple weeks from now they're like, oh by the way. Welcome Mario Sunshine. Welcome. Then like, we're all gonna be like, yeah, right. Like, you know, prove me wrong. I'd love for that to happen, but knowing the way they play ball. Yeah, it ain't going to happen. Honestly, I really feel like we would get a remake of Sunshine before we'd get a virtual console copy of it. But I think that would have to be remade in a, in a, in a perfect world, in a a perfect world, in a dream state. Yes. Open the entire back catalog. I would gladly pay. You know, I mean, what's Xbox Live a year? Sixty bucks. Yep. R- roughly, I would pay sixty, sixty-five dollars well, like, like, to have that. Game Pass to, is a separate thing. thing from Live, but it's like it's like yeah. ten bucks a month. I would pay Game Pass prices. Yeah. Right. You, you know what, Adam? Adam makes a great point in the chat. I love this, and 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 he's a hundred percent right. Right. And it goes back to what we were talking about before. Adam says, 
GameCube won't ever happen on that model. Too many of those titles are too appealing. Remaster it and snag it for sixty bucks or eighty bucks Canadian. Yep. You're like if they came out and said, by the way, we have remastered, you know, Mario, Paper Mario, and Thousand Year Door, or Sunshine, or the original Pikmin, or Luigi's Mansion. Yeah, absolutely. You're you're gonna pay for it, right? Like, and that's the other thing. Nintendo's really good at repurposing their old games and you bet you paying for them again, right? It's just a new skin, right? Look at look at Luigi's Mansion. Remember how it was a GameCube game, and now by the way, it's on the 3DS? Boom, there you go, right? Um, so they're really good at just taking what you want but giving it to you a different way. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, uh, I mean that that's you're you're totally right. Let's hit some of these Patreon questions. Let's do here. it. <clears throat> uh, yep. Let's what, there's some of these are directed just at you. Sure. By the way. We'll rapid so, fire uh, these suckers. Tim off. What are your plans for Nintendo Dads now that you're back in North America? Well, I think the first plan that you're discovering here is that I'm going to rule this entire podcast. Uh, I am going to take over and burn the sucker to the ground, probably get us an explicit R rating soon. Uh, I'm excited for those things. Uh, Uh, Any plans on going to a major video game event? uh, I'm hoping to. So I'm hoping uh, to go to PAX West or PAX East. We have some initial plans that we're trying to work around, potentially going to PAX East in 2020. Uh, PAX West in 2020 also may be part of my docket. I would love to go to something like E3, uh, but having gone to Gamescom, um, I don't know if it's as big of a as a draw for me. Um, I, I kind of love the setup that we're doing, and I'd love to get more invested in our streaming platforms to be able to do that. The other component of that, honest Tim, uh, as you say, is back on the north or back on the American side here. Uh, I, I want to get us uh, into streaming more, and I want to be doing more streaming of games I'm playing and, and offer more uh, content uh, as well. So that's that is a big thing that uh, that I'm hoping to do I mean, now that we're back here. Yeah, I mean, just totally disregard the fact that I've been asking to go to PAX for. Three years. I just it, it's in the plans. I said that. <laughs> I'm just I'm just busting you over, man. It's mm. fine. Sure. We'll, we'll we'll meet up there. It's gonna be awesome. Finally, I'm gonna get to meet you. It's it's gonna be there great. It's gonna be great. We're gonna we're gonna. I don't know what we're gonna do. It's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. Bruce Patterson asks you this: Are you gonna stay at Tim Hortons? Absolutely, stay at Tim Hortons. <laughs> that's that's national pride. You know what I'm saying? Like that is tattooed on my body. A large double double. What's a double-double, by the way? Uh, you large, mentioned this twice. Because you sure. say double-double down here. I'm thinking of like um, in and out Burger. If you go sure. get a double-double there, it's double cheese, yeah. double meat. Yeah. Well, I mean, so it's two cream, two sugar. That's oh, okay. what a double-double is. Yeah. They've also got this thing here called, uh, and I guess this is big, and I didn't realize this is big until I got back to Canada or back in, back on the north side, or the north side, but back in North America, which is the plant-based meat. The heck is going on there? I'm gone yeah, for two um, years, and you well, come back with see, plant-based can I, meat. Can I tell you this? That with you being gone for two years, here and we don't sanction that. All right? right, like that's that's no. I, I don't know. Like I don't know anybody. I've never met a person who's like you know what I want to do. I want to take some plants and make them look like a hamburger and taste like a hamburger. Yeah. So now, if so, I want that, I'm just going to go get a freaking hamburger. So here's what's going to happen, folks. I, I've seen this. This is part of the, like this, uh, a sausage patty they have here at, at Tim Hortons. My next trip to Tim Hortons, I'm going to do a live stream of me tasting a plant-based meat sausage. Uh, and I'll tell you I will what, if you'll that. do that, if you'll do that, I will go and I will buy the Impossible Whopper. All right. What's that? You know, it, is, it is Burger King's 100% non-meat hamburger. All right. I, I had that. It wasn't bad. 
Huh. Don't okay. spoil it, Jesse. Okay, well, you can have your Just own kidding. experience with it. Yeah. All right. So it wasn't yeah. bad. Okay. All right. It so tastes <laughs> like a burger. That's all I need to know. Yeah. It tasted fine. I think I had that side by side with a real Whopper, and they tasted. I, I remember. I I don't remember <laughs> them. Well, I'm all, I did a bun list because I'm keto, but uh, so I had, but but I don't remember a significant difference. Nice. That's cool. Uh, John Blanco asks us this. Hey, uh, when does Astral Chain come out again? Uh, it's out now, John 50, Blanco. 52 it's out minutes now. ago. Yeah. yeah. Hype, hype is real, son. Hype is real. Uh, Nick Metzger says it's Mustin Jassen and his trusty master sword, the Green Rag. I am. I, I So first and <laughs> foremost, I love that. Second, I'm a little bit concerned about the Green Rag part. I don't know where that's coming from. But Nick, let me know. Let me know what I'm missing here. I also yeah. just, my brain might not be operating right now. Uh, last question here from Cat Janitor. This is a really cool question, by the way. He says, how did each of you choose your Nintendo dad's avatar character? What would your second choice be? Mine is Fox, obviously, but the story of my screen name comes from an unfortunate Halloween costume I wore one year when my family didn't have any money. I was Fox McCloud but I got called cat janitor more than once. I think the jumpsuit color and the orange Fox ears were a bad choice. Okay. Uh, mine. That's actually a great, great story though. I love that. I, and I was wondering for a while why it was cat janitor. I was like, you know what? I'm just, I'm going to leave that one be. Uh, why is my avatar donkey Kong? Because he is my absolute favorite character. He is the best uh, character. And uh, so my second place character would be Donkey Kong with his foot on the head of Mega Man crushing it because <laughs> nobody cares about that. And he's a horrible character. I got you, Marty. I got you right here. You know what? I don't forget. I don't forget when you cut him from my from my list. I will bring you down, son. That is why you are not going to E3. That is why you're not going to PAX. Justin out. America. Let me tell you something there, Daddy. You think you can come back to the show all the way from across the pond over there and take over? No. You see the American dream, what are you going to do? The reason he picked the Mega Man is because Mega Man is a character for the working man. Right? He takes all the jobs. He mixes them up. He destroys all the evil robots, lets people get back to work, get back to their lives. You know what I'm saying? And then you know what he'll do? He'll kill that monkey and take his powers too, even though they suck. <laughs> well done. Well done. Good response. I am now, impressed. So I this Mega wasn't Man even because, pre-planned. That was like... Right. Was... <laughs> I, kicked, I, I picked Mega Man because uh, Mega Man 2 is probably uh, my favorite video game of all time. And I like there's there's so much nostalgia for me that surrounds that game. Uh, not just playing the game itself, but like in my life at that time, like I have very distinct memories of getting Mega Man 2 for the first time, playing it for the first time, like calling my dad and getting him out of a meeting when I was a kid to tell him I had beaten Dr. Wiley. And I'm sure he was like, like now as a parent, I'm like, yeah, kid, whatever, you know, <laughs> I'm sure that's what he was like too. When it was, but I, I love that game. Uh, Justin, who was your, by the way, before I say mine, who was your second choice going to be? Really? Uh, other than my, uh, uh, 
I actually don't really know. I think my second choice might be Luigi. Ooh. Yeah. That's you know what I'm a saying? Choice. That's yeah. a good choice. I, I think if I my, – my second choice would have been Bowser. Nice. Because that's good my call. main in Smash. Yeah. Ooh. You know what? I may have changed my vote. Uh, Toon Link. Toon Link. Ah. Yeah. There it is. There that's it is. a good one, too. Oh. I, wanted, yeah. I wanted to do a Legend of Zelda rep, but I didn't want to be Link. Because, yeah, but I, I so I I wanted to play have a little of fun with it, so I picked Tingle as, yes. as my rep because he is, you know, you know, you know when we started the show, I was forty years old, so it, you know, according to Majora's Mask, he is a thirty-five year old grown man who wants who wants to become a fairy, right. So, kind of, yeah, I mean, I, he is probably think- the closest character I associate with out yeah. of anybody. Well, that and I think the fact that you have a green full body, you know, unitar that you wear around for most of the show recordings, I think also helps make that connection. <laughs> you know, I was out in the yard the other day and Jesse was just floating over the house yeah, in some blues. He was, just some blues. He was like, hey, how's it going? I'm going back to Kansas City. Yep, that's exactly he had been right. In Minnesota to visit Tim. Yes, <laughs> in Minnesota. So when I did the, uh, the Zelda. Symphony a few years ago, there was a guy dressed as Tingle. Yes, I remember that. I remember so that. Who would be your second? Yeah, who'd be your second? I'm thinking probably someone like a Final Fantasy or a Dragon Quest rep. Nice. I don't, I don't know who in Final Fantasy I'd want to be. Probably uh, one of the one of the someone from Six. But you know, if it was a Dragon Quest, probably like you know Erdrick or one of the the, the big named protagonists. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I was thinking this would be a great question to turn around to our community yep. and ask them on Twitter uh, and Facebook and wherever you can respond to us. If you could be any avatar from a game, a Nintendo game, has to be a Nintendo game because we're Nintendo dads, duh, right? Yeah, if you could do it, who would be your pick? We want to uh, I see that Adam actually in our chat has responded with Yoshi. Yoshi says, "It's a good one. Nice, Very sweet." Good. Uh, so any, we've got a more? couple of questions over yeah. on Twitter. Let's do it. Uh, and, and so I, I'm going to pull I'll, those I have, up. I also have one email and something I want to ask from the chat when it, when okay. everything else is gone. Wow. Um, okay. Cool. So uh, you know, besides Justin being on the show tonight, he also decided to announce via Twitter that he was going to be back tonight, and so. Um, Twitter's being a jerk right now and not pulling these up. Total jerk. Oh, uh, really? Let's see if I can find yeah. some. See, yeah, see, see what connection. you can find because right. it's not doing that. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do my email while you're searching then. This Sounds is, good. This is from Nathan. This question will look like, most likely be directed towards Jesse as he is the Picross guy on this pod, podcast. My Switch has become a Picross machine as of recent. I'm looking for recommendations on what grip I should use since I mostly play in handheld. I'm told the asymmetric design of the Satisfy grip is great for shooters. Which grip do you recommend for, for puzzle games? So I I don't use a grip, so I'm probably not the right person to answer this. So when I play it handheld, I just play it handheld as is. But uh, I think Marty has the most experience with the various grips and may haven't may be able to get a better answer. Yeah, so I've got the flip grip and I've got uh, Satisfy and I also got the Skull and Company grip 
or Skull and Co., however you want to say it. Uh, and bottom line is there is uh, no better grip than the Satisfy grip. It's just fantastic. And they actually have a new version of that that is coming out, uh, I believe, in October that they're taking pre-orders for right now. And you can get some money off uh, for that. And so if you head over to Satisfy.com, that's S-A-T-I-S-F-Y-E.com, yeah. you can check that right. out. Yeah, he, he mentioned the yeah. Satisfy grip in the email and spelled it right. Right. So um, basically just some minor changes to the to the grip itself and making it a little more uh, user friendly. Uh, some people have complained that the the initial grip scratched their Joy Cons or scratched their screen, uh, the back plate of the Switch, and they've done some things to to fix that. They've done some things to to alleviate those ideas, uh, and then also you know you come with a new. It, it comes with a case. The slim case is fantastic. Um, and, but there's also a bigger case that will fit a full uh, external battery pack as well as 20 games. And you can get the, you know, there's all kinds of packages on there uh, that you can get. And also the old grip, uh, I guess they're trying to sell these out. They're marked down for a set time. I love mine. I travel everywhere with it. Highly recommended. Satisfied grip. Uh, it doesn't, I mean, you can't do Tate mode and things with it, but just for comfort. Uh, if you play a lot of handheld like I do, that's the way to go. Bottom line. Right. Great. All right. So I got those Twitter questions up and running here for you. Let's do it. Uh, so, Justin, I think we've already answered this one, but maybe you could speak to it a little bit. Uh, again, John Blanco asks us, I, I want to know how much nicer it is to do the show at night versus early morning. Yeah, if I'm if I'm being like, so I think we had a good joke about it earlier, right? But if I'm being really honest, John, it's it's fantastic, right? So uh, because we were recording at Thursday night, uh, it was Friday morning in Ireland, and uh, and it really, act, to be honest, it actually really messed up my weekend. If I'm being very honest with you, uh, so we're gonna try and get, be cautious of Gary as well, and 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 have him come on when when he feels like he wants to be on. I want to be cautious of his sleep schedule because that is a, that's a really tough ride, right? You're getting up at about three o'clock in the morning, uh, podcasting, and then I found I was. Pretty exhausted by about uh, nine or ten o'clock at night on Friday. Um, it's it in the work week, and then my Saturday, I was just I was dragging a little bit as well. So I'm excited to to kind of have yeah, some energy. It does again. like even though and and I feel that sometimes too, even though it's late, you know, yeah. on Thursday night when we do this, so like Fridays sometimes, depending on how late we go, is shot. Yeah, yeah. My, right? my Friday morning is rough, but normally yeah. by noon I'm back to normal. Yeah, uh, shy guy asks you this. Does the switch really run better when stacked three high and smothered in maple syrup? It absolutely does. The challenge, though, shy guys, it's stickier. It's stickier, but we also tend to just play or play them naked, uh, so that makes it even stickier. But you know, <laughs> it, yeah, it's good. The, the the trick is detach the Joy Cons before you smother the three stacked switches yeah. in syrup. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. Uh, it really increases the performance power. It does. Something. Yeah. So uh, also, Big Bad Bob, uh, I love this question. With rumors swirling of a Nintendo Direct imminent, what do you hope to see? And on the other side, what realistically do you think we would see? So I would think that's a good way to answer this question would be one hope and one realistic. Uh, uh, realistically, uh, I do think we're going to get some kind of Switch Online update. 
right? Whether that's SNES update or whatever it is. Um, hope. What would I hope for? Um, Overwatch. Yeah, no, not Overwatch. I would say Apex Legends. Not going to happen. So that's my wild card. But Apex yeah. Legends would be cool. Did okay. the last time you said that, it actually happened? Uh, something it's did. Like it was Realm Royale. It's like yeah, yeah. Realm Royale. That's exactly what. It, <laughs> and then yeah. the next day. Yeah, Realm Royale. I have the power. They heard the uh, masking call. Mm-hmm. They saw the they saw the uh, light in the sky in the shape of three pancakes stacked with butter and syrup. Exactly. Andrew actually asked a question. Do you think Xbox Game Pass would eventually come to Switch? With their statements that they've made recently about first party games. Uh, sticking to primarily to Xbox consoles, no. I think that we'll see. Uh, yeah, I don't some think we'll see the game form of Xbox if if achievements we, come and things like that. But yeah, yeah. Like if XCloud is becomes a thing and becomes on multiple systems and including the Switch, then yeah, sure. But uh, we're not going to have the. the all, we're not going to have that many games natively. Yeah, I feel like that. I feel like that rumor has died down a lot, and I feel like you know now that we've got Cuphead, we've got Ori, right? I feel like some of those that that heat or the kind of fire that was around that has has simmered. Um, so I don't I don't know how legitimate it would be, but I mean you know uh, we've got Banjo, so I I don't know. It's an interesting. I'd be cool I think with with the with the up and down ride that Microsoft has had in this console generation. The, the idea that they uh, have not contingency planned for being a software developer for multiple platforms eventually and not having a console is ludicrous if you don't think that that has happened. They, that, that conversation has happened. It has been a, it's been a real conversation, and that's where stuff like Cuphead on multiple platforms and Ori on multiple platforms comes from. Now, do, you, do I think you're ever going to see Gears 5 or Gears 6 on a Nintendo system or Halo on a Nintendo system? No, absolutely right. not. Yeah. But uh, I, I do think that some of these more popular indie titles, we we will continue to see that kind of support because yeah. they're not primary first party stuff. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like just like Nintendo is not going to primarily put mario on the xbox as a show of good faith <laughs> they're not gonna put master chief right. on the on the switch it's not gonna happen yeah uh last qu- uh so then, then i'm sorry jesse your one hope and your one realistic uh, for nintendo direct i don't even know um yeah my oh my hope was uh, or I think the realistic one would be, you know, the Super Nintendo games or some other expansion to NSO. Um, I can't even think of anything else of what I would, because because I, I I've you know learned over the years to not do this intentionally to not be disappointed. <laughs> I I love I love wild speculation. Right, you you'll you'll see soon. You'll see my next video of like, what are you thinking? Be coming out, or I don't. I love this kind of uh, yeah. crazy, crazy. Just let's throw it out, right? Because I think sometimes that's when I mean, you know, whether it's going to actually happen or not, it's fun to have conversations. So I agree with you guys about the Nintendo Switch online. There's going to be something that happens, Has right? To be something. With with the one year 
I uh, I don't know. I don't. I still don't. I'm not convinced it's it's SNES games, guys. Like I, I like I think there are too many people who are so. Um, it's almost entitled. Like they've got to give them to us. They are coming. You know that type of thing. I. I there's nothing pointing to for sure yet. So uh, it would be great well, if, just, if they did. A, a Super Nintendo-shaped controller is a good hint. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I kind of more thought that before the, the controller came out but or the controller leaked or whatever. But it's coming, but I don't necessarily think it's going to be day and date, September, you know, the, this launched a year ago. So now here's some Super Nintendo games. Oh, right. Yeah, I, I don't think that doesn't make sense to me. Launched uh, right away, but just be announced. Anyway, and pro- my my probably not going to happen might be uh, more information on Prime 4. Yeah. I, uh, my hope for the Direct is that they finally reveal the Super Mario 3D World port. For Nintendo yeah. Switch. Oh. Because I love that game, and I think too few people got to play it because it was on the Wii. Sure. So I don't know. I mean, it's it's kind of been a year full of Mario, if you think about it, because we've gotten New Super Mario Deluxe, and we got Mario Maker, and then we're getting Luigi's Mansion. So maybe they'll save that till next year. But I would at least like to know that it's coming. It's fair. Good questions. Right. I yeah. have one more question right. from the chat, which also is a Picross, awesome. is Picross related uh, from G Acres. Do you think Nintendo might ever put another character themed Picross like Zelda or Pokemon? Probably. I'd yeah, love a Mario Picross. Because we, we've seen, I forget the name of the franchise, but we've seen the Hello Kitty one. We've seen one based on Overlord. Uh, I, I think some, probably, I think something with with how hot Dragon Quest is lately, that's probably mm. something that we, we, or Fire we, Emblem, Fire Emblem or Dragon Cross. Be, you know it's going to be Fire Emblem. It's yeah. always going to be Fire Emblem. Just next yeah. thing, the, next thing you know that, that crap ton of characters or monsters is easy pickings. Yeah, yeah Fire exactly. Emblem Kart Racer coming up. Yeah, you know <laughs> uh, that's it, right? Kong. That has been episode two hundred and forty-five. Ah. And uh, what an episode, man. Mass and we're, man, look, I, we've given you a hard time this episode. Oh, sure. sure. But honestly, I'm so glad you're back. Uh, I, I know that our fans are too. And uh, we'll love that the, you know, just the rapport that we have when you're on. And, and uh, I think, you know, the show misses something when you're not here. I mean, all of us bring something unique to the table. And so it misses when everybody's not here, but it's good to hear your voice. It's good to have you back on this side, sure. Uh, by the way, as well, yeah. uh, And I am looking forward to that day that we do get to go to PAX or, Ab- or sometime. Absolutely, uh, and I do, I do, I do kind of want to take a pause and just say I do want to thank uh, everyone who has been just incredibly supportive uh, for for me and the show for the last uh, over two years. Um, it was it's been, it's been an experience that absolutely changed my life and changed my family's life. Um, but I also want to just be so thankful for for the community here. Um, you know, whether it's just to continue to support you provide here or just the the DMs I got, whether it's on our Discord or or, or, or kind of private messages in Facebook of just saying, hey, how are things going? What's going on? Uh, and, and had just a, such an opportunity to uh, 
um, hopefully share some of my experiences that I've had. Uh, I had an opportunity to, to do some amazing things because of this community, right? I was very frank about that. We had an opportunity to go to, to Gamescom, and that's because of this community. It really is. I had an opportunity to, to experience amazing games, uh, go to this a, a huge, amazing gaming event, which was a bucket list event for me. Um, because of your your support, uh, because of everything you do, whether it's sharing a video, whether it's watching or listening. So thank you so, so very much. I appreciate it. Yeah. And uh, look, just more good stuff coming down the pipe from everybody here. <laughs> so again, we just want to say how incredibly thankful and blessed we are, patrons, everybody who supports the show, whether you're Patreon or you just on Twitter or Facebook, whatever, listen along. We're thank you. Thank you for making us a regular part of your life, right? Taking the minutes just to move on, whatever it is. That being said, I'm not going to be on the show next week. Probably not the week after that. I am finally getting my turn to take vacation. And so uh, my family and I are going away. For a week, we're actually going to be somewhere up around, uh, not really near Jesse's neck of the woods, but we're going to be in Missouri. Missouri, we're going to be in you for a week. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, and so next week, I know these guys will will uh, do a great job on the show, and I'll miss it. But man, I'm I'm just full disclosure from from work from from everything. I'm just I'm I'm ready for a break. Like, you know, summer was tough, tough, sure. tough. And so uh, we, we're we just looking forward to getting away and spending some family time. So uh, that's what's coming up on the show. Uh, as we close out here, we want to say a huge thanks to our Patreon producers. That's Chris Mears, John Blanco, Dave Ernsberger, and Tim Off. Uh, you guys are awesome for supporting us at the producer level, and we're so thankful for you. Also, if you have not checked it out, we want you to head over right now to nintendodads.org. Nintendodads.org. That is our brand new website. Well, it's not brand new, but we've had it for a while. But it may be brand new to you if you've never been there. It has all of our latest YouTube videos, tweets, podcast episodes, links to all of our social media, our Patreon page, and the Nintendo Dad shop where you can get stuff like this. That's right. We got stickers. I bought stickers of myself this week. And one of them fell in my car, and I've already had somebody say, what is that? Got to tell them about the show. <laughs> and so you can go over there and get some stickers. We got we got stickers like this. They look like Super Nintendo's. We had the balloon stickers on my laptop. It'd be awesome. You can get all kinds of stuff over there. Or you can find us in most places that you're at already, probably like Patreon, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube. Just type in Nintendo Dads. Boom. There we are. Also, we want you to email us your questions, your comments, your concerns, your hot takes, whatever it is, at nintendodads at gmail.com or our brand new email address, podcast at nintendodads.org. Or, or you can call in like some of our folks coordinated over the last couple of weeks. You can call in and leave voicemails. At nine two nine to it, but they have not denied it either. They didn't deny it. You're exactly right. Nine two nine two five in dads. That's nine two nine two five six three two three seven, and we will play them on the show. So keep it clean, keep it funny. But just call in. 
We'll play it on the show. Big thanks to OC Remix for the music used throughout the show. And as always, thanks to Adam Leonard and Carter Johnson for all the sweet artwork they do for us. For me, for Jesse, and for Justin, this has been episode 249 of Nintendo Dads. Justin, you know what to do. Bye bye. No wobble puffer? Thank you for listening into Nintendo Dads. Right here. You're such a jerk.